guys, it's Karen and Misty, and we are Perfume Philosophers. We're recording. Yes, we are. We're live. Well, probably not when somebody's listening to this. We're alive. We're lively. 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 You know, I'm known for my liveliness. The lively Thompsons. That's what they call us. They're like... Shall we have? Shall we sup with the Thompsons <laughs> tonight? It's like they're far too lively. They're they're such a lively pair, those Thompsons. Um, <laughs> Why do we have podcasts? <laughs> you're right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so so what's new? What's new indeed? Okay, not a whole lot. We didn't buy any perfume this week. <laughs> we have a weird moaning dog in the background. Yeah, he's is, uh... he he wants to be part of our podcast. <laughs> right. He's contributing. So give a warm welcome to Tim, everybody. All right. Um, it's, it's his second podcast, but um, no. Speaking of podcasts and emails, and we talked about last week, and we oh right yes did so, not know the email. It is right. in fact, if you want to email us, and please do. Um, my 10 listeners, we have 10, we hit double digits to, wow. today. I know. I'm impressed. And I only know some of them. Wow. That's even more impressive. <laughs> One of them is me. So I guess I really have nine, but still. Still. Um, our email address, if you want to email me, it's misty at perfumephilosophers.com. And for clarity, that's misty, M-I-S-T-Y, uh, not, not missy or... Uh, Mitzi. Mitzi or yeah M-I-S-T-Y at perfumephilosophers.com If you can't spell and... perfume philosophers because I struggle with philosophers <laughs> right. uh, just google that or right. your oh, yeah, talk to text yeah, it, yeah, it'll yeah, work yeah, yeah. It's, it's get reasonably close <laughs> yeah. autocorrect, autocorrect is pretty good these days <laughs> um, I struggle there's a lot of O's in there <laughs> yeah no I, I feel you on that Um. so yeah I know I've mentioned before I've gotten samples from Macy's. So I strongly recommend you follow Macy's on Instagram. They honestly don't post that much. And um, every now and then they'll send out a a post about uh, we're giving away samples. So I have another four samples on the way. Um, Those are, and it's all just because like I, it's like more info, you know, you tap the little thing at the bottom of the picture. Right. And then it takes you to a website, and you enter in your phone number. And they don't text you all the time either. Um, just They just text you a link, and you go in, and then you sign up. And I don't get emails from them. The only emails I get are like, how did you like the samples? Right. And um, then it's like, you know, please buy perfume from us. It's possible that they're, they're sending other emails. Spam filters are good these days, so maybe oh, it's that's just... that's true. But, but it does, either way, the, the net result sounds like that it is easy to get perfume samples without being inundated with spam phone calls etc so that's good um so the samples that are on their way um it's hugo boss infinite eau de parfum which is i believe a cologne okay for men interesting uh jimmy choo fever eau de parfum which is for women uh which i don't think i've ever smelled so nice i'm excited to get that one uh, Donna Karen Cashmere Mist, not my favorite perfume. Um, <laughs> I don't. I've. I know I've smelled Donna Karen Cashmere. I don't know if Cashmere Mist is like 
the same. Like it's well, clearly a flanker, but I didn't love it. Uh, so. You never know. You never know. Indeed. And then John Varvados, Nick Jonas Silver, limited edition Eau de Toilette. Nick Jonas is... A Jonas brother. And the Jonas brothers are... That little boy band. They, they boy were band. Like, okay. I, I should call them. Reason. They're all grown now. Oh, right. But they were like Disney kids. Okay. They had a Disney show. Uh, Disney is what I was Karen thinking. Karen has loved them her entire <laughs> life. Well, Karen is... She still uh, does. Yeah. We'll have to be sure to let her smell that. But um, and, and I want to say Nick is her favorite Joe Bro. Well, I know nothing about the Jonas Brothers, clearly, but I am excited about a John Barbatos scent yes. uh, that has that has my interest uh, peaked, as it will, Good. if you will. So, um, also from um, Macy's, I got a sample of beautiful Bell that they they sent me. This is like. This wasn't even part of a like a four sample set. This was just their like anybody want a sample of this? Right. I'm like, I do. (laughs) If I don't have to go to Nordstrom and beg for it myself, Mm -hmm. hell yeah. I thought that literally said bell, like B E L L, and I was like, that's hilarious. Like a beautiful bell, like the Liberty Bell. But um, no. What's another pretty bell? I really can't think uh the the bells of of Saint Saint Mary's. Oh Um Sorry. The Bells of Saint Mary's is a Christmas movie, I believe. Uh I think uh, the Bells of St. Rimney are referenced in a Jake Xerxes puzzle. Yes, I, I, I think it's like an English folk song, is actually. Is that the Fair Isle, Fair Isle? That's no, the... that's a way better song, though. I was we don't need sweaters. to get into that because I just want to start singing. And nobody, oh, I think Nobody we wants that. Plus, we don't own the rights <clears throat> we, we to don't, any music. Yeah. Well, I think those, like, I think most English folk songs are, oh, like, are like really... Actually, that song, for much, for all that it sounds like some old school Irish thing, it is actually from, like, the 60s from some guy in the South in America, I think. I was reading about this because that guy, uh, Jake Xerxes Muscle, has interesting music. And I was like, oh, I'm curious how old this was. I was like, holy crap, this is not very old at all relative to when you hear it. It's some so, deep level hipster stuff. This is uh, so now back back to our banjo podcast and, and uh, bluegrass <laughs> and Jake Fussell. Um, no, beautiful Bell <laughs> Estee Lauder. It's a flanker of beautiful, um, which my mom used to wear beautiful, and it does not smell the same anymore. They have reformulated it, and I don't care for it. But that's unfortunate. Maybe beautiful Bell will yeah, change maybe your it mind. Smells good. Um, are there little, yes, yeah. there are strips here. Why don't we use use these because they're easier to not spray all over the table with. <laughs> Alrighty, it's a pretty little sample bottle. It's got a white cap. Well, it's not a cap. It's a nozzle. I struggle with these uh, these oh, types of samples. That smells good. That smells like something I already have. <laughs> I can't think of what it is though. Because you have so many. And yet, not enough. Very floral. It is. But in a good way. Like not The new fra- fragrance. Beautiful bell. Yeah, that makes, I, I don't know what it love is. Breaks I never rules. know when you're wearing stuff. Oh, like you what know what? Is, I think but... it, let me smell it again. I think it's Moringa that I'm thinking it smells like. Which if you that's the one I wore yesterday. Which one is Moringa? It's the one with the black cap. No, no, it's in the basket in the front. No, with the small black cap. Tall bottle. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's totally what it is. It smells a lot. Like this, which is funny because, you know, the reason I bought Moringa from the body shop is because it it's... smells like beautiful? No, it smells like um, Ananya from like their old perfume that they just Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember you used to you have... You just smell the body and okay. smell it. 
Yeah, this is a little different. This is a little... Like, that's... I would buy this. Yeah, I mean... Smell it now. Let me actually spray this, because this is... This is... No, because to me... And I I could be wrong. It's dried down a little bit on the card, and it smells kind of soapy, kind of, you know, like... But it's good. I like it a lot. Yeah, to me, this has... This is a little fruitier, but moringa. Yeah. And it's almost kind of the difference between, like... uh, I mean, kind of what you'd expect. No, no offense to the good folks at the body shop because a lot of their stuff is really good. But the difference between like a a body mist of some sort and a perfume that is just a little more complex, nuanced, depth, deep, whatever yeah. you, know, you want to use there. Um, but yeah, so, no, that is very similar. So our take on it is, it kind of smells like moringa from the body shop. So if you smell that, you kind of have an idea. Or if you smell beautiful bell, I mean, <laughs> you already know. Smells like so. Um, this next sample we're gonna smell and talk about briefly is um, we got it at Sephora last weekend and then I lost it and I found it again. So it was in my purse. The prodigal but, perfume. Yes, it has returned. And I want to wear this. I want to try it out. I just I haven't been brave enough. Okay, so it's, maybe we can do that later since this one I believe is unisex. Is it yes, not? Yes, I believe it is. It's yeah. Tom Ford's ombre leather. Um, it does have a strong leather. N- no, it absolutely scent. does. Like you, it's very leather forward, and you would. But it's also think that. weirdly but it's sweet. So pleasant. Like, like I just, I don't, because when I think of things that smell like the smell like leather, I think of being at the rodeo. Oh um, yeah. When you go into I mean, the I don't, Houston Live Sex Rodeo, yeah. is a big deal, well, and since the 80s. so then like you walk around and they have vendors and they sell like boots and leather good and le- leather goods. Well, also, a lot of just the equipment surrounding rodeo is going yeah. to be leather. Yeah. Like it's going to involve a lot of leather goods, and so you have that just innately. Yeah, and so um, when I think of things that smell like leather, I'm like, oh, it smells like the rodeo. This, this does not smell like the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Just to be clear, I'm not saying that I like this. I just don't know if so I would wear it. I think of it back so back in the 80s and somewhat in the 90s, but less so. Um, most of my summers were spent in random malls across the country. And back in those times, it was not at all uncommon for, for like leather goods stores to be in malls mm-hmm. during the mall heyday. So that's what I always did. And to me, that's exa- like, not exactly that, but like, unlike the. <laughs> you Excuse tell us, Tim. Yeah, you, you let us know. You let them know. Uh, but uh, unlike the rodeo, uh, or a rodeo, because I think I went to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo once in like the 80s, maybe. Uh, and I don't really remember it. Um, but I've gone to others. And unlike the rodeo, uh, leather goods stores don't really have that animal funk <laughs> underlying. Like the well, smell of like horse sweat and, and yeah. things underlying everything. It's also like so. if you've ever been to like a boot barn. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. They... But it has a, it has a sweet, like a, like a woody. And some of those stores often do as well. But it has like a woody or cedary that's kind of sweet underneath it so it keeps it from just smelling like straight up leather uh, yeah it's got it's got some i see where you would call it. this unisex but i also it to me it's a little more masculine and i was thinking the opposite like i was thinking oh, like, really? yeah like and, and that's actually probably i don't want to say the problem i don't think tom ford has any problem moving perfume or cologne right. or scent just period but to me i think the problem is that like it is too not too solidly in the middle but like 
I don't know. It doesn't hit either side strongly enough, and it's not neutral enough to just kind of be neither in a way that, like, CK1... Mm-hmm. CK1 hits unisex by just not really being... It doesn't really have notes that are super prominent only in perfume or only in cologne. In my remembering of it from the mm-hmm. 90s, at any rate. Like, it's very citrusy, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of down the middle, right? There's plenty... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's plenty of, of perfumes and colognes that are... are right there in the the clean citrus etc once you start to move into like floral and leather and whatever that kind of plants it a little more on one side or the other i think not literally but in a lot of people's heads i suspect or at least in ours or in mine i should say i can't speak for you but yeah it smells really nice i would i might i might actually i don't i need to be wearing my samples to decide what to do there but i really uh i would really give that a shot it's uncanny how spot on the leather aspect of this Mm -hmm. is like i am usually not one i'm like oh it kind of smells like this or it kind it smells like a place that has like sheets of leather uh, in you know processed form or to be made into stuff uh like on its like straight you know on first smell i guess Mm -hmm. but uh anyway it's very interesting um curious to see what it smells like on the skin and like even after, you know, three to five minutes of my yammer, like, you pick it up, and at least for me, the whole time I was talking, I was, and every time, like, immediate, like, strong leather smell, strong leather smell, uh, in a way that often when I talk and smell those, I start to go nose blind. Like, that is not happening, because yeah. that scent is really pronounced. Um, I'm always very curious. Very mean to Tom Ford because I mean I love Velvet Orchid. That's probably one of my favorite perfumes. And see, that's an it, oh, oh not Velvet Orchid, Black Orchid. Never mind. Yeah, I love Black Orchid too, but it's not like a just grab it and wear it all the time perfume. I was only thinking of that because that's another one that purports to be unisex. And to me, it's I think you because it was in the men's section mm-hmm. at Sephora, and it's like no, no, I would mm-hmm. don't get it wrong. Happily, I'd probably wait. It smells amazing and i will happily smell amazing in any form i don't right. really care but i don't smell that and go like no that smells kind of like something that you know kind of like a cl-. no that smells like very floral and perfumed and just straight up like a, a women's scent to me so um, um but there's outside of the stuff that they sell at sephora you know like if you go to nordstrom they'll have the full tom ford line and it's like i've never smelled one that's like I feel compelled to buy this. Like, I just, I can't. And it could just be that I know how expensive they are. And it's like, I could buy like. See, I don't off the top of my head. I guess I should because I bought you a bottle of it. I don't remember it being that expensive. Those aren't as expensive as, as the those, bottles I'm uh, talking about. Okay, because I know exactly what you're talking about. The little mm-hmm. tiny and they, they're they usually just like kind of leather and, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. And yes, I've smelled those. I don't know what they cost. So my perception of it is not cost-based. I find most of those to be cloying. Like, I... And, and again, I, I get they're probably meant to be long-lasting, and so after the dry-down, maybe that's not as bad, but I can't fathom getting through... For me, personally, putting that on myself and getting through those first 15, 20, 30 minutes before it, it dies down a little bit, like, I would need to spray that on like, take a nap or something, because, <laughs> like, that scent is just too concentrated on first spray, and that's been the case... Even when it's like a, a scent that I'm like, oh, I kind of like what's happening here. I spray it and it's just like, oof, give this like five or ten minutes and then come back and see what, what it actually smells like. I've never sprayed them on my skin because, again, I've never been compelled to like, but I don't know. People love They're them. They're interesting. People pay like $365 for these bottles I, of perfume. I mean, I kind of get it in the sense that like, 
a lot of those things are um, like they're spot on what they're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, is it? I don't know if there's a if there's a perfume equivalent of like a like a what's the word like an autier uh, like you get the idea that whether you like that scent or not that was ex- that smell is exactly what it was intended to be from whatever the idea was at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's poorly phrased, but. Uh, in a way that a lot of other smells to me, it's just like, oh, this smells nice. Like, yeah, they, they, they made a nice scent and maybe this is, this is whatever. It's like, you may not like it, but it is what that man set out to produce with right. that smell. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to understand Tom Ford and his perfumes. So, um, you also, I think you liked Metallique or whatever Oh yeah, was. that one was pretty good. I hate the advertising for that. Yeah, but I it's hate just, the it's, name also because... I don't know how to pronounce it. Like, just call it metal. <laughs> that would seem more you in have line no with problem this stuff. With yeah, leather. Leather, um, leather, leather ombre. Ombre leather. Ombre leather. Something like that, anyways. Um, <laughs> Way to know our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we're going to test that out and we'll report back. We have a lot of things to test, so. Yeah, a lot of samplers. Hold, hold tight. Just bated breath, just pins and needles. Sleep. <laughs> oh, so. Anyway, okay. So we talked a little bit last week about Fragrantica and how it's like, it's it's like a community. It's also where I get a lot of perfume news. It's also where I skip over a lot of perfume news because I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, you know, I, I I think perfume. It's like treat perfume news like any other. There's a ton of news. You you look at the stuff that is of interest to you or is in the areas that because yeah, there's a ton of releases. It's like I don't you don't know this house. You don't know this. You don't know anything about why. Not to say why would I care, but broadly speaking, why would I care? Like mm-hmm. it's great if you find a hidden gem. Where you're like, oh crap, they reference this or that, and that sounds neat. But in the broader sense, you know, nobody sits and tries to read every piece of news that happened in a day. It's just yeah. not doable. You read the ones that are relevant to you, and I would think you would kind of take the same approach. That makes here. sense. Um, and scrolling through my, the news feed, if you will, um, I saw that Cher has a new perfume coming wow. out. Wow. Yeah. That's timely. And I, um. Does she have, is she promoting something? Is there something going on that. I don't know. I, no, no knock on Cher. Cher seems like a lovely you, person, I think. It's Cher Eau de Couture. I'd so smell so. it. I mean, I obviously probably really not geared, not not really his target audience, but I had, uh, but yeah, no, we'll probably tour it. That just feels like a like a weird uh, <laughs> well, weird now, name to attach just out of nowhere. Well, back in the day, and when when we did our um, celebrity fragrance episode, um, we talked a little bit about shared because I found some. Uh, Reviews that were pretty funny, and I read about them. Ah. I read those, and so um, anyway, so this is not her first perfume. It's just yeah, no, no, no. It, like, just, it feels like it's nowhere. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah like kind of out of left field. And so that's I, I, I no knock on share when I ask if there's some other media vehicle that this is tied to. Is there a, you know I don't know an album, a movie, a show? Like I don't know. But more power to you. Like I said, she seems lovely. So good, good on her for for. You know, hopefully, it's a good scent. Maybe we'll see if we can uh, lay our hands on that somewhere to see how it smells. Yeah. So um, it is in stores now, according to the article. So there, I did. Is that like a department store scent? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's no need to look it up. If not, not I just, sure. 
I just, I, I don't know where you go for that sort of thing. I set up a profile on Fragrantica, so I got that. Um, nice, nice. I set it up more to keep track of my wish list because it's ever growing. And it's <laughs> right. so, but um, they have a, a neat little feature where, you're like, for every perfume, you can click either I have this perfume, I had this perfume, or I want this perfume. That's nice. So you and can so kind of build your library. three shelves for yeah. you. Yeah. No, no, so, no. That's, that's smart because yeah. for somebody like yourself who goes through a lot – a lot of times in sample form where it's worth noting, like, I smelled this and do not like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had this and I'm not interested in more. Yeah. Um, that's very helpful. Um, so it's um, a lot of people go to Fragrantica anyway just to read the cause it, it. They have a robust perfume library. Like, they have a lot of stuff. And then people leave reviews, you know. So it's a good way to find out, like, you know, so-and-so thinks this smells like, oh, and that's another, it'll say, like, if you like this, try this. And yeah. if um, people who like this, buy this. That to like, me is huge. It's just seeing, like, I, I think perfume, anything like that is so subjective, right? Mm-hmm. So what you what's actually helpful, like, it's not helpful to know that some rando said that it smells good or bad or, or whatever. Because mm-hmm. everybody thinks different things. Even sort of the notes, like, everybody has their own perception of what... There's certain like I I I'd, I'd be surprised if somebody smelled you know that leather and was like oh no that smells like just pure flowers like no your nose is broken <laughs> don't but beyond something like that it's so subjective uh, you know it's worthwhile to to just see like all right people who like this like that people and find find profiles of people it's like oh there's a lot of overlap between our shelves and what we like and dislike. It's worth keeping an eye on what that person's buying and thinking because yes. your tastes align. Mm-hmm. You exactly. know, it's not a matter of an objective. Well, this person said this, so it's good or bad. You know, same thing with movie credit, any kind of crit- critical right. analysis is it's like, you know, anything where it's subjective, find somebody who, who it feels like is kind of in your head a little bit. And yeah. it's like, that's, that's who, that's who not to listen to. Like, you don't need to just buy right. stuff because they say, but it's like, keep an eye on what they're buying. And likewise, you know, conversely, if they, you know, not the Brando would know you exist, but you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, they just, know. Oh, they'll, yeah, they'll find out. Anyway, so if you're interested in what I have on my shelves, I'm perfume philosopher on fragrantica.com, so you can check it out. Um, another little thing I stumbled upon today, as a matter of fact, is to, they have perfumed horoscopes for the week. So I'm going to read mine, and I'm gonna, I'll read yours, and then I'll leave a link in the podcast notes. Okay. So you can go and check out your own for the nice. week of November fourth through tenth. Oh, so it's it's the so, it's so let's let's find out how accurate our perfume. My bad, I didn't was, notice the date. Our, our horoscope was. They didn't. They didn't have one for the current week, but anyway, I thought it was kind of funny. So I don't. Well, technically, the tenth is the current week, but oh yeah, cause today is the tenth. So okay. So let's just let's see how accurate you are. A cancer. Well, a cancer on a Gemini cusp. So you know, oh, it's a bunch of nonsense. Tell me what. Yeah, we'll go with cancer. Okay. Because um, I'm a Leo on on the cusp of cancer. Oh, so I'm sad that we both know these things. Um, <laughs> well, it's like the cutoff is like the twenty third. No, that's I think I think the same. one is the twenty fifth, and I'm the twenty third or something along those yeah, lines. So. so anyway, cancer. Hopefully there are no accidents in your kitchen up to this point, but this week the ultimate caution is advised. You may actually keep an extra cautious eye also on your partner because she may desire to do something that could be slightly out of bounds or out of safety zone. 
By the end of the week, once hopefully all the obstacles are well navigated, the result is that you will have a stronger bond with a greater understanding for both your family and your partner. From Floraku, Tri, The Moon, and I. Okay, so most of that felt like it really had very little to do with perfume. Um, which is what I thought I was about to be getting. With some I know, perfume me too. I horoscope. didn't read these in advance. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's we're just, just we're doing a live, horoscope. folks. That's how I, it's your horoscope and a perfume and recommendation. And a perfume recommendation. And All then right. this week they're using this Floraku, Floraku, F-L-O-R-A-I-K-U brand. It's like haiku, but... Floraku. 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 All right. So Floraku. My... That sounds like something you would use, like something a dentist would use. Yes, I'll say like Floraku. Your teeth, yeah. yeah. No. Do you want to? Do you want the Floraku treatment, or do you just want the standard fluoride? We'll no, just. It's, we're it's just a little totally, more expensive. But we don't it's, know it's... anything about this brand, so sorry if we're kind of. <laughs> yeah. No. I, over it's it. probably. It, I'd be curious based on what feels like a solid uh, name pun or name <laughs> reference to to check them out. I just. Okay. Leo. Be extra aware and cautious in traffic, which also extends to online traffic. Machinery might decide to have a mind of its own. Think twice before you communicate with those who you're working with. (laughs) Because you may say things to them which could become irreparable. Pretty much the same with your neighbors and siblings. All those not super important things in your life will require to be dealt with in some ways to protect your innermost core. From Floriku, try sleeping on the roof. That is the name of the perfume. They're not suggesting I. Yeah, from, that's, that's this particular perfume house's advice is to try sleeping on the roof. Um, so Solid you, tip for us all, regardless of what month you're born. Oh, here. We can find our fragrant horse for her scope for next week. Okay, this is far more relevant. Yeah, sorry about those old ones. (laughs) Okay, Cancer. You may have experienced a week of discomfort with any youngsters that are surrounding you. They possibly didn't listen to you when they needed to. Meanwhile, you've hopefully developed a new strategy and approach, which will spill over to your work habits and environment. If you have any physical ailments and if you are going to the doctor, make sure to take anything they say with a grain of salt and look for a second opinion next week. That feels like horrible, horrible advice to give to somebody in a horoscope. Sometimes a natural regeneration is not straightforward. So buy Papillon Artisans Perfumes Try Angelique. Hmm. So I can't speak to that perfume, but it feels somewhat irresponsible to tell people like, no, oh, listen "Don't listen to your doctor. Wait another week before you really, yeah." Opinion. Like, so don't, don't. Uh, so, grain of salt, I think, is more applicable when reading your horoscope, folks. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't listen to them when they tell you to ignore your doctor. Okay, Leo. Last week, you may have experienced your own residence as a somewhat hostile territory, with machinery malfunctions and poor communications with family. This week, you should choose not to deepen any of the crises because it will not be constructive. If you do anything to appear less responsible, you may be in a disadvantageous situation without deserving to be. Put all your cards on a creative project, which will transmute and iron out all those inconsistencies around you. My Papillon Artisan Perfumes tries Salome. 
Well, that one that one seems less uh, less dangerous. <laughs> anyway, also, yeah. that's a service they provide on Fragrantica, so I thought that was kind of cool. Not cool, just. Uh. I've always been curious. People that write horoscopes, like, what's that process about? Like, I don't, I don't want to get into that because <laughs> people, it's a thing people are into, and I just, uh, I'm not, so I don't want to offend anybody if that's what you. I just am curious, like, what is the creation process of those? I think they commune with the stars. Ah. And the planets and all that stuff. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm not sure. I know who we could ask, though. I don't know who you're implying. No, Um, you... you, Anyway, it's not important. Okay. So, moving on. We'll talk about your stuff. So... Last oh, week we got the um, mine, yeah mine will be pretty set. brief. I so I didn't wear a whole lot of mine because I really wanted to put them on when you were around uh-huh. to get your opinion as well. Because uh, broadly speaking, a a lot of times I can't smell these things very well. Um, since we've moved here, I'm frequently congested, so uh, I need a second nose opinion. Um, put that in your horoscope, uh, and uh, so I only tried a couple. Um, and one I really liked, and one I was just, I can't have an opinion on it because I cannot smell it. Um, so that one first was, uh, what was it, blue something or another? Dylan, Versace Dylan Blue. Yeah, it didn't Is smell it bad at all. It's What you can smell smells pleasant enough. Mm-hmm. It's just, I sprayed on an amount, like, so I, first time I was like, all right, baseline, like one spritz, okay, that's not doing it. Second, okay, let's give that a bit. Waited about a half hour or an hour, and I was like, okay, you cannot smell this. I think I sprayed on four more. It was like nothing. So what little bit you can smell, it's nice and it's light. So if you like just barely there scents and you like, you know, like that's your thing, that's that's a that's a good one to have in your in your cabinet, I think. But uh, or on your shelf, I suppose. But uh, conversely, though, John Bravatos, um, which. Was it a specific one, or was it just... It's just John Bergwattis. Okay. That is amazing, and I Mm -hmm. will be purchasing that at some point. If not, it is a strong contender for the thing I end up uh, using my certificate on from this. Uh, But it's hard, you know, having not really gone through... I I may have also tried the Paco Rabone. I'm not sure. Um, I still like that one. Yeah, I think I might have tried it one day at work because I knew you didn't like it. So I was like, let me just see. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't have a strong opinion about it one way or the other. I could be misremembering. It might have been something. I might have tried blue a second day at work or something like that. But uh, but yeah, John Bravados was amazing. Like, I will I will definitely uh, scoop some of that up at some point. Um, I don't think I've really worked. Can I see the list real quick? Just mm-hmm. refresh my memory. I don't think I put on any of the others because, as I said, I wanted to get your... Oh, no, no, no. That's not true. Uh, I think I put on the... Uh, the Y. The Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent? Probably mangling that horribly. The YSL. Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I tried that one day last weekend and really liked it as well. Um, I don't remember much about that one because I was so wowed. I think the first one I tried... Well, that's not true. The first one I tried was the uh, Dylan Blue. The second one I tried was John Romano. So I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I think that was also like the third and the fourth one I tried. Uh, <laughs> and then when I eventually tried the other, I was like, okay, this is nice. Like, it's all right. But yeah, so that is that has been my experience thus far. Uh, after we're done here, I will probably do another one of those um, so that we can see, uh, see what we think and I can get your opinion. 
So, yeah. All right. So now we're moving on to the book report. Oh, right, right. So um, We're trying to try segments. We're really trying to work on our content and have better content and more interesting yes. things. So, I don't I'm know. Sure I've listened to will... a lot of NPR, so I, I was thinking, like, <laughs> you know how they'll just do a little, like, they'll have somebody read just a little Here's segment. five minutes about a thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Um, local Essays was one that they had in, I think they did a thing of, like, five or ten years back, where it was just, like, having random people write short bits to read live. <laughs> so I thought, um, hey, I can do that. And so I picked a, a designer that I'd actually been meaning to do some research on anyway, because just the thing you'll see Same. but um i'm not good at writing book reports or essays they're terrible um well so, book report slash in my head it's just a deep dive into a single topic yeah. so know. that's what we're doing deep dives liz claiborne okay so um i don't know liz claiborne was just always like I always had Liz Claiborne perfumes and i was always excited for the new one to launch and it's like then i just realized like man they don't they don't make anymore <laughs> so i was like what happened to Liz Claiborne? So anyway, and in, in trying to find that out, I just read a couple of articles about her. I read the Wikipedia page, and I read um, Fragrantica has a pretty good write-up, so I like to cite my sources. But um, anyway, so here's what I found out about Liz Claiborne. Her name is Anne Elizabeth Jane Claiborne. So her parents were American, but they were living in Belgium, in Brussels, okay. when she was born. So she was born in Brussels in 1929, on March 31st. <laughs> so uh, when World War II started, they moved back to America, which just made me wonder, like, what were they doing in Brussels? Like, just, is it nice there? Like, mm-hmm. I've never been. Good chocolate, good beer. But, um, <laughs> so anyway, curious. But um, there, she's from a prominent family, like her... One of her great-grandfathers or great-great-grandfathers somewhere in her lineage was like a, um, let's say the governor of Louisiana. Or oh, the, wow. Or state senate. So, I don't know. He was a politician. So, um, anyway, they moved back to New Orleans at the start of World War II. And um, they sent her to a boarding school in Maryland. I'm not sure how the time lines up. I don't know. But, anyway, I don't know when World War II started, really. Mm-hmm. Moving along. Moving along. So anyway, she went to the sporting school, but decided not to finish because she wanted to study art. And so she just went to Europe to learn art from people who did art. So in the studios of artists, I believe is what it said. And her dad, I guess the time, you know, he was like, eh, you don't need an education. So that's cool. Just whatever. So that's what she did. And so um, she worked... On uh, in the garment district in Manhattan for a long time. Um, she worked as a sketch artist, and she eventually got to design different things. But um, she um, decided in 1976 that there just weren't enough affordable um, career cl- um, clothes out and available for women, which that's when, like, you know, the women in the workplace was, like, this huge thing. So I... I I could see where, like, you know, hey. It was certainly where there was, I think, a shifting of norms from, like, expected fashion of women in the workplace and, like, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, not having to wear, you know, dresses and et cetera of, of, like, trying, even today, I imagine, like, in a professional, you know, environment, it can be tricky to find affordable clothing for, 
dudes have it easy in that regard. It's like plain pants, plain button-down shirts, whatever, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like comfortable, office appropriate, whatever. Anyway, regardless, not to get sidetracked. Right. So but, good on her. Um, yeah, she was frustrated with let's see, uh, the lack of clothing for the working woman. So she, along with Art Ortenberg, Leonard Boxer, and Jerome Chazen, founded Liz Claiborne, Inc. In 1976, she was at some point married or like to Art Ortenberg. I don't know if they were married when they started the business or after, but they were married after that for sure. Anyway, um, so one of the things she did was she wanted all of her. So she came up with mix and match separates. Um, This was like a novel concept. And so, but she didn't want her shit strung out all over the store. She wanted it all in one spot so that you could see all the things and how Ah, they match. And so she insisted that she have her own little corner in the department store. And that's how department stores do things now. I was about to say, like, I know when you go to a department Mm -hmm. store, not all, not all, like, it's it's, it's kind of both. Like, there will be a... Mm -hmm. we were our weekends often for lack of anything better to do. We've been hitting up malls and apartments. So also we need to have a lot of shopping we need to do for you know living in a colder climate. But I've noticed that it's like you go through a certain section. It's like okay, here's all shirts, here's all this, here's all that. But then you'll go through others, and it's like here's this designer and everything they have. Here's that designer and everything they have. So that's interesting that that's where that started, yeah. and it makes sense if you like somebody's aesthetic. Here it is all in one place. See how it all comes together. Mm-hmm. Certainly important when you're doing mix and match separates, where you need to be able to see like these are how these could mix and match. Right. You know. So in 1986, Liz Claiborne Inc. became the first company founded by a woman to make it onto the Fortune 500 list. Wow. Um, they launched their first fragrance in 1989, and if you know anything about it, like it came in a triangle bottle, it's a yellow triangle. I'm not sure. That sounds vaguely familiar, but I think I'm getting um, that confused. I should have pulled up else. a picture of it, but anyway, it was just a yellow triangle that was part of the logo. She used triangles a lot, so that's... I think I remember that. If you ever saw a Liz Claiborne purse in like 1990, it just had the little triangles all yeah. over. Um, but in 1989, she uh, retired from active management. She and Art Ortenberg, who were married <laughs> they, at that time for sure, they decided to retire. Um, but the the brand continued to thrive, and they acquired lots of smaller fashion houses in the 1990s through the 2000s, including Juicy Couture and Lucky Brand. Oh, wow. Right. I so, did not know that. Yeah. Um, so from 86 to 2017... The, um, I thought it was, yeah, no, 89. I wrote down the wrong number. From 89 to 2017, Liz Claiborne brand put out 50 fragrances. Um, a lot of my own. <laughs> I've worn a lot of Liz Claiborne fragrances. Um, and then Liz Claiborne passed away in 2007. She had a rare form of like intestinal cancer mm-hmm. or something. Um, so all of the fragrances under the Liz Claiborne brand were acquired by the Elizabeth Arden brand in 2008. So Red Door or something like that. That's Elizabeth Arden. Sunflowers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, A lot of perfumes in my collection also. (laughs) Fan fan of Elizabeth Arden. I don't know. Maybe those are just more affordable. But anyway, so Liz Claiborne. Let me stick to my book report. Um, (laughs) Like I said, I and and like and I can smell specific scents and remember what I was doing because um, I just that's just how scent triggers 
my memory. I think that's a, scent is when it is spot on, and that's that's the reason a lot of people I think connect with perfumes and colognes over a span of years. Um, not to get us deep into like off-topic sciencey stuff, but as I understand it, like scent is one of the things that does tend to trigger like very strong uh, connections to, me- uh, to memories and whatever. And, and so, if you think about like in the broad context of scent, it's like oh, you know baked bread or you know somebody cooking this reminds me of my grandma or whatever but then when you get into like colognes and perfumes like those scents are so very like specific that yeah it's not necessarily surprising you won't necessarily come across that often so when you smell it again it will take you back to that very moment Mm -hmm. because it's it's still exactly that smell you know um so unless it's been reformulated i made a quick list so i bought curve they had it at marshall's for 12.99 um, this is the original Curve because there are like 50,000 flankers. Yeah. Their most recent perfume came out in 2017 and it was a Curve flanker. Wow. And I don't think there's been any new perfumes since then. But um, I bought Curve. My cousin Stephanie wore this in the 90s. And so it's I think just. Everybody like, wore that in the I 90s. Didn't. Oh. I saw a lot was, of those I was bottles. Sunflowers back in the day. And I was, I was rocking Elizabeth Arden. Yeah. I just I remember time. seeing that bottle around a lot yeah. back in the day. Um, so I'm not going to get into smelling this because we're kind of running out of time. But um, so I wore Vivid in 1999. So whenever I smell it, I don't have it anymore. I threw my bottle away because it had gone bad. But whenever I smell it, I'm like, this smells like 1999. I remember everything I did that year. <laughs> and like, just, okay, we won't get into the embarrassing details of 1999 in my life. But... <laughs> You've been like 20, I think, 19, thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Young. And then... Good um, fun times. Yeah. At some point in the 90s, I bought... I got realities from Lisa. I always got Lisa's cast-off perfumes, and I was thrilled to have them. So, anyway, she got realities, and I guess she didn't like it, and so she gave it to me. And so, I ordered a bottle um, when I first moved to Denver, because I've been wanting it for so long... That because bottle just, is so 80s. It's very 80s. It came out in 89, I it's believe. It's super geometric. And that color teal. 90, 90, 1990, I think, is when it came out. But anyway, it still smells exactly the same. They had a reformulation. Um, but this is exactly how I remember the smelling. I still wear it. And it's just like, oh, my youth. So I don't really have like a specific time that I remember wearing that. But I just remember being younger um liz claiborne's mambo mambo i remember buying that in california when i was in um san jose so so i was working for this company and i travel a lot and so had a lot of like blow off money so that's what i would go buy the newest perfume from liz claiborne and i remember mambo came out and i bought it because it smelled great i don't have it but we have mambo for men i bought this thinking it was mambo for women I always forget that that's and, a men's thing because it looks like yeah. a women's bottle. Like it, it's yeah, it's and the the women's bottle is exactly the same. It's just a different color. Ah. Same with the boxes. So I got fooled at Ross. So twelve ninety nine, they got me. And <laughs> actually, um, this was um, Eric's favorite cologne when we did. We made him smell all of your colognes. Anyway, um, but I I remember wearing that on a date with this guy, and I just got my hair permed, and it was a disaster. <laughs> And this is the thing I remember. But and so I wore my perfume, hoping that it would cover the the smell of the perm. And this was in two thousand. This wasn't even in the eighties. This was like way more recent than that. It was a terrible idea. 
Did did anybody ever get a good perm? Did that in the in the entirety of the eighties well, yeah, and nineties? Well, what happened? What what made people start getting this perms? This is why in the I first wanted place? to get a perm. Felicia came to to work one day, and she had like this light kind of tousled hair curls, you know. And my hair is so flat and fine. I was like, wow, that's amazing. She's like, yeah, I got a perm, and I was like, oh. So I decided. This is it. I'm going to get a perm, too. It's going to be like Felicia's. But no, I got the 1980s-style perm with the little bitty curls. Oh, like on uh, Parks and Rec when Wesley gets <laughs> half her hair perm. Yes. It's like the real, the real so tight. Bad. Like, I um, uh, didn't want to the... Oh, no. no I can't remember. Yeah, but anyway, that's, that's hilarious. So, these are the memories that I... I get from Mambo, which I'll buy a bottle right. eventually. It's, you can still buy it. It's super generic. I don't. I, it's hard to. Have. It's, um, it, it, it does remind me a, a bit of like Spark and those other, but it's like dialed down a little bit. So I also had Curve Crush, and this is a flanker of Curve. It came in a pink bottle. It was a very powdery scent, but I liked it. And um, that is what I was wearing when I met Lenny Kravitz, and that was a big deal. And so anytime I smell it now, it's like. <gasps> It's like Lenny Kravitz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet he, he's like, oh, it's like when I met that one fan. Yeah, he's like, man, this smells like that fan that was so awesome. And she's like, hi. <laughs> That's all she said. It's a true story. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds about right. So, um, no chill. Before we went to um, New York for the first time, I did. I used to do perfume roulettes. You've heard me talk about it. So I got a perfume roulette and I didn't even open the package until I got to New York because I specifically wanted this perfume to smell like New York to me. Now that's a gamble because I may not have liked it. I was about it. to say like that's that's risky. Um, like, but oh, what wow. it was, I, was like, you know, I thought it was the new, the reformulation hay. of realities um, which is what but it wasn't. It's a flanker of the new formulation of reality. So it's reality sweet desires. Anyway and so in and it, it worked like a charm. Every time I smell it, I'm like, oh, it smells like being in New York. We went to New York a second time, and I brought it with me, so that would just be my New York perfume. Gotcha. But then that bottle went rancid, and I had to throw it away. The uh, first time I went to New York, the hotel room smelled very strongly of, like, ammonia and, and like, cat litter. Yeah, um, I didn't go to... And, uh, so now, anytime I smell like that, I'm like, oh, it's like New York. So, <laughs> thankfully, I don't run that was that Jersey. But... Oh, that's true. Yeah, there we go. That's a valid point. It's like, oh, it smells like Jersey. Smells like New Jersey. And then the last one I wrote down, Curve Connect, another flanker. Um, I wore that when I was in x-ray school because it was very mild. It was very, um, it just smelled clean. So it was like I could wear it because you're not supposed to wear perfume in a hospital. It's the only thoughtful thing to do because people who are um, sick can be, you know, sensitive, sensitive yeah. to, you know, can make them feel. Sensitive. Yeah. Anyway, so I got away with wearing this Curve Connect. So, um, and those are just the ones I remember. I saw a bottle of Mambo, no, not Mambo, Bora Bora at. Um, I feel like Mambo missed an opportunity back in like the, what was it late 90s or whatever, early yeah. 2000, Lou Bega or whatever, like do like a Mambo number Maybe five. Maybe they I don't know. I'm going to look into that. I'm, I'm very curious. But anyway, it feels like a missed opportunity. We got to wrap up this book report segment here, but um, Liz Claiborne. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's my wrap up. <laughs> so, okay, we've got about 10 minutes to get through. If the, we run a little over, I'm sure it will. Yeah, I know. Hard. So, we try to aim for an hour. Sometimes we make it, sometimes we don't. No, we always make it because we can talk about nothing for a long time. I need my. Yes. So, I also bought a scent discovery set at 
Sephora. And so um, it came with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight different fragrances, and we're going to smell them, and I'll get a full-size bottle of the one I like the most. Um, they actually had three different sets, and I actually had to put a lot of thought into which one I wanted because um, some of them have perfumes in them that I already have. Some of them have perfumes in them that I don't like. So it's like, uh, yeah, you know, we had to sit there and kind of map it out. $65, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I was going <laughs> to. No, at least and it made one. sense. We, we managed to figure out, like, okay, this is the one that has the highest number of things that you don't have and the lowest number of things that you don't like. So that, like, there's yeah. the most in here that you're interested in. And that's worthwhile because, like, why bother if it's a bunch of stuff you already have, you know? I think the whole, the whole thing there is that these things are. Uh, so this is C by Giorgio Armani. Like I'm about to sneeze. Oh. Not from that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think I'm all right. Never mind. I so, run out of the room, so don't sneeze right into the microphone. There's that. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't have strong thoughts because it's hard to what say. What was this again? I apologize. C. 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 It smells nice. It, it smells nice. <clears throat> um, I feel you. It's hard to have a. It is. I'm gonna smell it in a minute. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty floral. It is. Uh, Reminds me of floral and the sense of uh, like jasmine, magnolia, honeysuckle, like those kind of uh-huh. like white flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So there, there we go. Just uh, removing my perfume ignorance one one fact at a time. Um, okay, the the second perfume I've spritzed now is Prada Candy Night. If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know if you tack night on the end of a perfume, I'm all of a sudden like, I have to have it. (laughs) So, I've smelled Prada candy, one of the Prada candies. Everybody says it doesn't last very long, so I've never really been interested in this. I've sprayed this onto this little card, and I'm going to see if John agrees with me. Tell me what you smell. Very little, but my nose is all stopped up now from what I need to It smells like coffee to me. I think I may actually need to go blow product, my nose now. Karate candy uh, morning. But I like it. That's the thing. I like it. I just, I don't, I'm going to give it a second. See, I'm writing all the names down so I can smell them in a minute. Um, the next one, Dolce & Gabbana, the only one. I'm excited about this one. I kind of smelled the bottle. I've heard good things from people whose opinions I um, kind of let influence me more heavily than you might think because they tend to like the same perfume. Oh, that does smell amazing. That's warm, but floral and not sweet. It's, I'm not good at describing perfumes. I don't know why I thought a perfume podcast was a good idea, but that smells so good. That is definitely my front runner. I can tell you right now. It's so That is just good. (laughs) I like that. Dolce & Gabbana, the only one. Next up, Wild Poppy from Nest. Obnoxious. I've smelled this before. I'm a huge fan. Smell that. I'm going to try this candy night one more time. And yes, I do get a faint coffee scent. But it's not just... It's not really coffee, per se, in my opinion. It's like a dark... Kind of smells like coffee. Kind of smells like dark chocolate. Kind of smells like, like a number of like just dark smell, like anise. Not really, not licorice, but like just dark stuff. 
Dark stuff. Let dark stuff. Yeah. It puts me in mind of like brown spices and things like that. Like, you know. Uh, I like that one. This smells weird. Not in a bad way. This smells very different. This smells very, like... What is this? The only one from Dolce & Gabbana. I can't... Man, there there is some specific note. Again, like, as always. But yeah, no, that, that is... That smells very different than not just what we have smelled, but it feels like most of the things that you have. I can't think of anything you have that's even sort of like this. Yeah, no, I, I like that's that. A, that's a, and that's a good sign, because that doesn't yeah. happen often. I said um, that was my front runner. This is Wild Poppy. Uh, that smells nice, but that smells like something. It's a little just too it's a, a little too floral i have a headache right now and when i smell it it's makes, okay yeah, so no, i is, feel like that probably just give me a headache and i don't have a headache but, but it's it. kind of making my head pound a little it bit it smells uh, good it smells really good it smells it smells like a really on the note like not floral but a flower mm-hmm. almost but like that's not Poppies. inherently a great thing Poppies. but no it's it's really good we'll put them to sleep but yeah, it's making my head hurt a little bit, which, yeah. like you said, that bodes poorly. It could also just be coincidence, because I also have this weird congestion, congestion sneezing happening. thing trying to happen. But uh, So yeah, I shouldn't actually say that that's making my head hurt, because that's entirely likely that that's just from that, now that I think about this it. This is Atelier's Pacific Lime. It's very popular from their line of perfumes. I like Cafe Tuberosa, but I just can't spend the money on it because I don't think it's perfume I wear all the time. I just love how interesting it smells. This is very limey. Like, I mean, one would assume. <laughs> I don't... It's like citrus. It's kind of smells Ocean, like, like I'm guessing. Cleaner. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it smells nice, but like that, yeah, like that smells like a kitchen scent. Yeah. Like, I feel like this would be like a candle or a... I don't want to say, like, why would somebody want this as a perfume? Because it does smell really nice. It's just... But, you know, I guess for everybody, there's, like, certain classes of scents that you're like, yeah, that smells nice, but, like, why Why would you want to smell like chocolate? Like, you know, yeah. like, that's just crazy. You eat chocolate. You don't want to, you know. So, it's uh, it's not my bag, but it smells really pleasant. Like, if, if they if somebody sold, like, a, like a way to scent your house with this, like, yeah. I would love that, <laughs> you know. It kind of reminds me of, like, a, like a lime verbena uh, scent. Actually, vaguely, specifically of the, what was the coconut lime verbena that was, was that Bath and, and Body Works? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have a coconut note at all, but it reminds me of the lime scent you get from that. The face you're making for this, it's funny that you, it's, it's clean, and you're making a face it's like you've smelled something deeply unpleasant. Brand and it's solar bloom. I just I don't. I don't really smell anything. Yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> just... Oh, okay. No, it's very soft. I mean, it's just too earthy to me. Like, oh, I, I like that a lot. That smells really nice. Yeah, it smells like that fig um, shower gel. That yes, had yes, that it I does. Didn't like oh, I much. love the way that smelled. <laughs> Man, that was really good. So maybe they have a men's version of that. I'll have to keep my eyes open. Yeah. Oop. I think that's unisex, honestly. I, I would probably wear that with no problem. Like, that doesn't... 
I don't think anybody's going to smell like uh, an A, you know, if they do, then just too bad for them. Because, Stop smelling me. Yeah, go smell someone else then. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like that smell, I got other smells I can give you, and they're going to be decidedly <laughs> less pleasant. So there we go. Solar blue. Yeah, I might, I might, this, this may be on my list, actually. <laughs> this smells very masculine to me, too. Versace Eros Flame. Oh, I feel you. It, 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 to me, it does. There is a, a definite under, like, like base note of this that does not smell masculine at all. That to me makes it very much a perfumey thing. But, like, at first, on first smell, like, yes, it kind of smells like a cologne. But there's something, if you literally, like, jam that card up against your nose. I did better from that side. It reminds me of, like, a something that somebody used to, some old like church lady used to wear i think mm. like maybe that's why Is maybe there's a note citrusy? like a little bit um maybe it just reminds me of a per of a something that distinctly smells like a perfume which is why i'm getting saying that but it's irritating my headache so we're just <laughs> stop sniffing it may just be perfumes all in all not all of them okay this is ysl leon leon is that how you say Leon Cologne Blue. Bleh. 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 EDT. Okay. So things with things with blue in the name just <laughs> apparently do not have a smell. No, it's good. It's it's very okay. Yeah, and I get I think the blue. it takes a second it, it, to it, get... It puts me in mind of, like, those aquatic scents that, like, everybody loves. Um, Aqua de Joie and... Um, this reminds me a little bit of cool water. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not, another... It actually doesn't smell like cool water, to be clear. There is just a base note in this or something in this that ha- that is shared by cool water. Not a fan. I've, I've, yeah, I was a fan of those back in the 90s, but I think they got over... I think everybody cranked out so many of those, and they were so popular mm-hmm. to me. I'm just kind of over it. More power to anybody who likes it. It's not that they smell bad. It's not that anybody smells bad wearing it. It's just kind of like... It's been done, you know? Yeah. Definitely a good summer scent. Yeah, and it's, you, it's a good one when you just... sailing. If you just needed... If you just wanted something that you knew, like, it's not probably going to... Not going to bother. Like, you know, you don't have to worry. Because there are... I, I usually... If I'm going out with people other than Misty, mm. which almost never happens, but when it does, it's like you try and be... Or I try and be aware. Like, if I'm going out, I'm not going to wear the, my whatever... Like, I probably wouldn't slap, you know, that, that Tom Ford leather all over myself because somebody might smell that and just be like, ugh, you know, like, that smells unpleasant. I get and, a visual of you in Tom Ford's leather. Oh, well, there you go. Um, <laughs> it's just funny. But... Uh, but yeah, I just like I said, to me it's just it's just so, one where that would be good for that, I think. I was like, it's either gonna be Prada Candy Night or Dolce Gabbana is the only one. So I decided to spray Prada Candy Night on myself. And I can't stand it. It smells terrible. <laughs> oh god, it does. What happened? It sm- the chocolate is now super uh, forward. It's so it, gross. It smells very it's... strongly of chocolate, in my opinion. Like, am I wrong there? Are no, you getting that? It's not in a good way. But no, like, it's like old chocolate. Like, yeah, like if you opened you it, when, when you a have Hershey Kiss from like four years when, ago. Not even a Hershey Kiss because that wouldn't smell strongly. <laughs> like yeah. when you open like the Hershey bar that's been in the vending machine, it has like the bloom all over oh, yeah, it's it. It's kind of white, and it's it's yeah. safe to eat, as I understand it. It's just a weird. It kind of come out of solution or whatever. So I can uh, tell you without okay, hazard, so not 
hesitation. I'm which is funny because that that one smelled pretty all right on the not one excuse me the right, the candy the night. candy smelled pretty nice on the card. I was actually liking it that a lot. It must just be my body chemistry. It's yeah, no, that's that's why I always say it is super <laughs> critical. And I don't think this is any secret, obviously. But it's like it is super critical to put that stuff on <laughs> your skin before you invest in a bottle because, yes. like, I went I, all in. <laughs> I remember my my this is a stupid, pointless story. But my sister back when I was a little kid and she was still in like high school or something was talking about some Stetson or something like that. That <laughs> there were two guys that like her or something like that and they both wore it and it smelled really good on one and really t- she was like it smelled like wet hay or something on the <laughs> other just really off-putting um so yeah like it just, it's always it was always a pretty drilled home like doesn't matter what it smells like when you spray it in the air because that is not necessarily what it's going to smell like when you spray it on your skin and that is an unpleasant smell it's yeah whatever so yes. So somebody else that may smell amazing, but that's that yeah. one's just—it's drying down a little better, but you can kind of just barely smell it now. No, I can still smell it pretty strong, and I'm still <laughs> not like, a fan no, of that. You smell like a little chocolate. Yeah, get you your can. arm away from me. Yeah. <laughs> go, go wash your arm. So I will be getting a full size bottle of Dolce and Gabbana, the only one. I, I love need it. To... It is nice, and I can't wait to go get it. We should, right when we finish this, and I post it, we're gonna go to the store and buy this. I might actually, because now that I think about it, for all that I haven't done a whole lot of mine, a lot of mine I was not interested in. Yeah. Um, I think I might have, did I try the light blue also? Yes. That was the one that wasn't a spritz and you put it on and, and it was you like, couldn't smell yeah. it. Yeah. So that's, so yeah, light blue was out. Uh, Mr. Burberry I didn't try, but I wasn't super wild by off the top. Uh, Code Absolute. That smelled good. That one smelled good and I haven't tried it. Uh, gentlemen, I have, yeah, so there's a fair few, but I want to say, like, I try, I like a lot of these, I just out of bottle, I was like, eh, I don't, it might smell fine, but I don't care. Like, I'm not, I don't often even remember to put stuff on a lot of times there in the morning or whatever. Or by the time I remember, it's like, well, I don't want to spray this on my jacket because my jacket will smell yeah. like this all the time. Um, and so I just end up forgetting and not, not putting anything on. So because of that, like, I really only like to buy something if it's like, I really like this, this, I connect with this, not just like, oh, that smells nice enough. Yes. At least for real, like, it's something else when you go buy like the 10 or $20 bottle of whatever at Ross or Marshall's or, um, the David body Beckham's essence David Beckham, or, or like the, what's the one I got the other day from the body, body shop. shop. It's mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, no, for that where it's just like, oh, I can just spray this on all the time and whatever it, it'll, it'll be gone in a couple of hours. Whatever, yeah, that's not an investment of time or what or, or money or anything else. But for the sense where it's like this is like your real like the allure and whatever, I want it to be one. Which that one, I, I say this, and then that one, I literally couldn't. It smelled like eucalyptus. That was all I could pick up off. Of. I was super congested and sick when we bought that. Um, I bought that because you were like, no, this smells really good, and I was like, well, I'll trust your judgment then. Um, but um, yeah, I think we bought that in Vegas. If I'm we not did. Mistaken. Uh, but yeah, so because of that, I just, and, and a lot of these scents smell pleasant enough, but there were very few that were on the short list. And I think there may only be one or two left to try. One of them that was, was the Spice Bomb Night. And it's like, I'm still just buying the original. So, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I don't want to get that conversation started again because we're out of time and I will go on <laughs> at length. But that is, that is probably, if honestly, you... if I had to pick a favorite scent, just period right now, not just of my scents right now, but just favorite scent, period. That would probably be it, and I have literally only worn it once. <laughs> <laughs> if you have had a good experience with Prada Candy Nights, please let me know. I'm just curious. Yeah, like, I'd, I'm I'd, gonna go read some reviews and see what. It actually doesn't smell 
as bad now, in my opinion, but I don't want No, that. but it's still, and it may it may also be that I am putting my nose right up on where you sprayed it. And yeah. obviously, okay. that's... Now, to its credit, it doesn't smell like every perfume I've ever smelled. No, it's, it, and it doesn't even smell like, like Angel, that's another chocolate-y mm-hmm. perfume. I still gotta find a bottle. See, I think, actually, that's, that's what this reminds me of. Not Angel at all, but like, Angel smells like actual chocolate. This is like... Like Tootsie Rolls tastes like chocolate. Yeah. This smells like chocolate. <laughs> like a weird, old, sort of synthetic y. Good, no, not terrible. Like, I love yeah. to. If, if for, for unrelated reasons, I don't need a whole lot of them, but Tootsie Rolls are, are a fine candy. <laughs> but they are they are not chocolate. And in the same way, it's like that smells kind of like chocolate, but it's not, and not, not in a great way. <laughs> Anyway, so, all of that aside. Yeah, so we'll report back once we buy our perfume and cologne. And I, mean, I, I already know I'm buying Dolce & Gabbana. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's good. I um, suspect there's a decent chance I'm going to be getting that John Gerbatos. Prada uh, candy doesn't last very long. I'm hoping that's the case with Prada candy night because I don't like oh, it. We can, we can go We can go get a get a washcloth and some soap <laughs> yeah. real quick. It's, it's Scrub that funny. right up off there. I don't want to spray anything on top of that because I don't want them to mix. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll layer and like the best. Put some, put some leather on that. That's, <laughs> that's what that chocolate needs is some leather. No. Anyway, so we'll wrap it up. Um... Next week, Karen will be with us, so we're hoping to get a. a, a yeah, well, may, maybe we'll maybe Karen. we'll be able to crank out a block of those in some hours yeah, and, and uh, generate a lot of content in, in one day. Um, I will have to find something to do for the ones that I don't need to be a part of, since this <laughs> takes place in my actual office slash den. <laughs> we, we share a den slash podcast recording studio slash uh, makeup space. But so. we'll be excited to have her. She's one of the founding perfume full office. Falafers. Falafers, as I like to say. Get some perfume falafel. Yeah, um, no, perfume, that would be terrible. I just want falafel. Yeah, I, I would go for a falafel wrap a right now. Okay, so anyway, we'll wrap it up. Otherwise, we'll just yammer on and on and on. People might like that. Um, Let us know if you want us to just yammer on and on and on. I can do that for days. It's true. Yeah, notice she didn't really say that in a good way. So keep that in mind if you respond. Um, but uh, all right, well this has been fun. But questions, uh, comments, you want to send us stuff? Email us at misty at perfumephilosophers.com. M i s t y, misty. Play misty for me. That's a movie. I may I may set myself up on there at some point. Yeah. Because I know so. people are just dying to to chat with me about. And they're like, ooh, don't tell Misty. Bluegrass and John Serkis' fossil. English folk songs. And Fair Isle, Fair Isle. Oh, God. It's it's you mangling that. uh, That's what it says. Well, it is, but still. You you say it so sadly. Um, Anyway. (laughs) St. Brendan's Isle. There we go. Good times. See you next week, folks. (laughs) Bye.